0: All right. Welcome back to the big program. Uh, really emotional and, and, uh, comments from Ladislav Schmid before the break. We're going to talk about it a little bit more. Uh, we've got a lot of text coming in amazing texts supportive. Um, congrats to Laddie on opening up about his personal issues. Very hard to talk about and deal with. Uh, this comes from Jordan. Takes a lot to share a story like this. Laddie, we all have your back. You got this and we need you around. Uh, Slurpee, Sean, thanks for sharing that, Laddie. I was an addict for many years, but I've been sober two years now. I know how hard it is talking about it is the best uh, therapy. Um, uh, Laddie, I went through a similar path. I know the work it takes to get there. This comes from Big John. Uh, I loved you as a player here in Edmonton, but I have so much respect for you now as a man sharing your story. Uh, uh, I just took 12 years clean and sober myself. It's amazing to hear you on the radio doing so well and just know that you inspire guys like me to keep working on sobriety. Uh, This can happen to anyone, regardless of life or work or situations and myself in this city. Love you. Thank you for sharing. Uh, That comes from Big John. Oh, thanks. Thanks. Um, Way a lot more coming in, so and people are just kind of, kind of maybe maybe hearing your story for the first time. Um, did you kind of know um, when you were going through all of this, and not know in the sense that I mean, you always had that support group, but how big was the support group that you had, whether it be friends and family, to help get you through this?
1: Um, it's huge. It's like the support is. Well, first, the the number one thing is when when you get to the recovery uh, center, they give you a list. They, why do you want to get sober? Mm-hmm. Who is it for? So I was putting family, ki- like kids, my wife, my parents, and they're like, "Well, you can you can throw this in the garbage." It's like you have to be number one priority. You have to be selfish and you you have to want this for yourself. If you, if you want, if, if you don't want to do it for yourself, there won't be anybody else, mm-hmm. you know? So now I know I, I need to do this for myself and uh, that was kind of like the biggest thing I learned there because always, oh, I have to do stuff for my kids. I have to do stuff for my wife. And always, and i was I would put my own issues on hold, and now it's you know now i once in a while I have to say no, you know like I'm going to the meeting and mm-hmm. uh or I don't feel like doing this because i'm tired, uh you know, so i have to <laughs> it's i- again i wasn't really raised like that, yeah uh, you know being it's not i I would call it selfish, but it's not really selfish uh, self care and that self-love and it's very important, and you know, not too people, not too many people know about it, right? I was always, uh, you know, especially in a team, like support your teammates, be there for for one another. But are you really there for yourself? Yeah. Ever? <laughs> not really, you know. It. I am excellent at giving advice. Uh, you know, like you can talk to me. Yeah. I, I, you know, if somebody has a problems. I I can be there for you. I'm there for my friends, but uh when it came to me doing the same thing, sharing with somebody else and asking for help or dealing with my own issues, never. But now I, it's so it's it's okay and the support system is is huge. Uh Yeah. First time I went to the AA meeting was at the at the, at the treatment center and <laughs> you know When you when you watch any movies and you see the AA meetings there, it's like, oh my god, it's a bunch (laughs) of degenerates. But when I when I got there, it's like they're like intelligent, well spoken people. They're laughing. They're happy that they're sober. It was nothing like you see in the movies and Mm -hmm. uh, it gave me hope. So I I don't rely just on the meetings. I have my counselor, I have my wife, I have my friends you know, I sponsor, uh, you know, so I have a network, like I have a, my, I call it my sober recovery network. Mm-hmm. And uh, you know, uh, if if one person is busy, I can reach out to, to another person. And, and honestly, uh, there have been some tough times even, even in uh, in sobriety, but it's your you're worst sober, day is not even as bad not even close as bad as your best drunk day mm-hmm. you know you you might at that moment you might feel like oh you feel great but when it all wears off it's it's awful so i would take the even the bad bad sober days over the the heydays and uh, yeah I I feel so much better. Not even mentioning yeah. how much better my body feels, <laughs> because working out hungover every other day <laughs> was was just a torture. And thanks, thank God for my will that I battled through it. But it was awful. I probably shave a few years of my life <laughs> there. But uh, now now it feels good, and that's why I can I can uh, wake up at four forty five. Yes, you know, back back few few months ago, I would still be up <laughs> in my basement, depressed hearing the birds, being depressed, oh God, it was, I can laugh at it now, but uh, it's not really a laughing matter because I know there's still people suffering like that, but uh, I can assure everybody there is hope. There's hope for everyone, you know, you, all you have to do, and I say all you have to do, it's it's the hardest part, just ask for help,
0: mm-hmm.
1: you know, and all of a sudden, I was carrying this this rock, but when I asked for help, I knew I needed help for like couple months, and I realized it. But I was so embarrassed because, again, I was raised like you're the alpha male. You yeah. you're the provider for the family. Everybody re- relies on you. So how do, how am I gonna go to my tiny little wife and say all this stuff? How can I do that? How can I tell my eighty five year old dad that your son that you're so proud of what he accomplished that he is a drug addict and alcohol addict. How can I tell my my mom, who's saint, he's done, she's done everything for me. Mm-hmm. Like she is truly the best person I, I will ever meet in my life. Um, and how can I how can I tell her that? Because they're gonna think that they failed me, but they didn't. You know, I. It is what it is. I'm addicts. You know, it's a disease you know it's a disease and uh you know i just have to deal with it and i was dealing with it the wrong way but now i have the tools to deal with it the right way but like i said the higher power stepped in and you know i it made me realize i have to change something or i won't be around and i know if a lot of people say that but i i know deep inside that if i'm going to slip back there might be a i don't think i have another recovery in me Mm-hmm. I would really let myself down, and uh, that would yeah. truly crush me.
0: Well, again, um, inspirational and, and courageous for you, opening up uh, dozens of, of uh, texts coming in. Jordo. Uh, thanks for sharing. Laddie, uh, very personal. I've been there as well. one uh, 833 From Harry, Vlad is a jewel. uh Piddleman, you are an inspiration. Billy says you're a strong person. Good on you. Stay strong. Keep going. Thank uh, you. Wow, Laddie. This comes from B. I have no idea. It's rough, but it sounds like you've come out the other side stronger. It's great to hear your voice. Glad you're in a much better place. Oil country, we have your back. Once an oiler, always an oiler. Oh, um, that's awesome. Uh, Kendall, I just tuned in in very personal story. Thank you, Laddie. I'm dealing with a weed addiction myself that I'm trying to reduce and remove. Um I mean, we like the texts are just rolling in. Uh, Laurie Ann gives uh, the the congrats and and uh, Daryl, hey laddie, uh, my uncle Bill played pro hockey back in the seventies and eighties. He had a rough time after his career, um, and that's the one thing that um, we kind of wanted to talk about. Congrats, he's got a longer text. I don't want to get all into it, Daryl, but uh, congrats on successfully beating it. And you you were kind of you touched on that transition after. The, you were done playing, and every player goes through it. All of a sudden, it's like I'm not in the NHL anymore. I'm yeah. not, I don't. I don't have that lifestyle. I know many guys, like uh, even outside that do in media that's covered um, yeah. professional sports. Once they're done, now they're going the same thing. Like I don't have that uh, routine every day, and my team and the teammates. Yeah. Um, so that that was a tough transition, and and then how did you kind of deal with that because and then that's I guess when you turn to, to alcohol yeah
1: uh, first of all I want to thank everybody t- yeah. for kind messages I really appreciate it. it means a lot to me and like you said I hope I was able to help at least one person or inspire somebody mm-hmm. and it's okay to deal with stuff like that um, yeah I can only speak for myself but I can imagine there's more people like me there is a lot of you know, a lot of that around but yeah, like I mentioned, it it was it was a void, and I, f- I felt bad that I felt that void. M- meanwhile, I come home and there is my beautiful wife, three beautiful kids, beautiful house, and everything y- you want <clears throat> in your life. I had, but I still felt like emptiness inside. <laughs> but I, I guess, like again, I'm an only human being, and I, I'm. It's all right to feel like that mm-hmm. because I. I was in hockey, like I said, since four or five. Everything on schedule, listening to somebody, routine all the time. My entire year was planned out, basically, except for maybe one month when I went for a vacation. But off-season training, in-season—that's you know, games and practices. Everything was uh, everything was planned, and all of a sudden, you don't have that. You're kind of lost and. You're trying to figure out where you you know where you belong in, in the world and I I know for me routine is a huge thing. That's that's you know, like why I go to the gym in the morning. Like I, I write a journal and mm-hmm. I read a book and if or I go to meetings, Zoom meetings and I do this, I do that, and I have the same routine pretty much every day. And if something falls out once in a while, it can happen, but if it's if it would reoccur throughout the week, I know something's wrong, and I'm like, you know, cheating my recovery kind of thing.
0: Yeah. How helpful was the NHLPA? Because you said you reached out to them, and then the Oil Kings and the Oilers. How helpful? Yeah.
1: There, I cannot say enough good good things about the Oilers. Bob Nicholson reached out to my wife to me. Mm-hmm. Um, Oilers alumni supported me. Oil Kings the whole group Kurt Hill Luke uh, Pierce uh, Serge Lawa every, everybody Josh e- Rogues everybody Jimmy like every, everybody was mm-hmm. so supportive they they reached out to my wife to support her because I, I keep talking about myself but she was home for 40, 40 days by herself with yeah. kids and it's not it's not easy um, you know and you know she's married to the addict you know, so was it's a big adjustment and you know i couldn't i honestly couldn't pick a better better person uh than her like she yeah she's my true soulmate and honestly i'm i'm so blessed that i have her in my life um and back to the NHLPA same thing that's they helped me right away jerry he hooked me up with uh with NHL uh aa meetings as well so i got to know guys that i would never suspect suspect that they would have trouble too but you know i i joined these zoom meetings yeah. every wednesday and uh, you know we talk about our issues and all of a sudden i feel like you know i'm not alone mm-hmm. and even in my regular AA meetings you know there's well-educated people who are struggling with the same thing you know it doesn't mean that you're like just homeless and you struggle with that no like it's all kind of people struggling with yeah. the same thing and all this, it makes me feel better like yeah. it makes me feel like you know i'm not in this by myself it's you know there's other people struggling in the world and and they are inspiration to me because i see the old timers they have been some of them were they're sober for 20 30 years mm-hmm. it is achievable
0: um, maybe you didn't know or realize it, but you helped a lot of people today. Um, Thank you. You helped a lot of people today. Um, um, this one comes in. I needed to hear this from Laddie this morning on our text line at one 833 i am currently struggling with an addiction and waiting to get into treatment. This definitely helps to hear all the uncertainty and hopelessness I'm currently feeling. Uh, thanks for sharing, Laddie. Uh, I'm that person you helped today.
1: Oh man, that means means a lot to me. Stay strong, buddy.
0: Yeah. Uh, um, another one, laddie. I'm going through the process myself. I thought non-alcoholic beers uh, would help me fill the void, but I found made me want beer even more. Yeah. Um, did you have the same experience when trying to quit? That was his question.
1: Uh, I I honestly quit cold turkey, yeah. kind of thing. Uh, but I, it, my seizure happened yeah. then. I was clean for a week before going to the treatment and you don't have any alcohol around you or anything there. So I wasn't even tempted, but coming out the first, first week or two weeks were hard. Like seeing people around like having drinks or liquor stores. I'm not going to lie. It was like, I was weird. Even my wife was like, what's going on with you? But I was, so I, I had to come forward. I'm like, I would have to remove myself from situations, okay. and I would be kind of angry too at myself and at other people. But I would just leave. Now it's it's fine, but it's not easy. But for me, I I wouldn't suggest non-alcoholic mm-hmm. beers for myself because it's still the taste. So I would crave, yeah, crave crave the real beer. And I know I talked to the guy who was in the recovery as well, and he went from not drinking at all and then he's like ah you know like i'm gonna have few non-alcoholic beers next thing you know he was crushing like 10 12 and you know (laughs) he would be coming to our meetings at the recovery so you you know something is not going right and he even acknowledged that let you know he's like this close to slip back the old way so uh, yeah for me i i don't want to whatever was for him but if he feels not certain about it not, not at all I wouldn't suggest that
0: well again we, we can't thank you enough for opening up uh, it's been inspirational and I mean again you helped a lot of people this morning and uh, when we come back with Ladislav Schmid on the Kevin Carrier show on Sports 1440 we will check in with uh, one of Laddie's good buddies countrymen teammate yeah. Alex Hemsky from yeah. the Big D mm-hmm. this is Sports 1440 all right, welcome back. 921 in Edmonton. Uh, text coming into our text line, one eight three three four zero one fourteen forty. This one comes from Robbie Moe. KK, you have to make this interview available for replay. What a story of courage. So inspirational and grounding. At the same time, bless you, laddie. Robbie Moe, the Duke. Uh, when will these drop uh, coming up after the show? So the uh, hour number two, the eight o'clock hour is live right now on okay. Spotify, Apple, wherever you get your podcasts. And then uh, the, st- the what we just heard from Laddie at the top of the hour here, that will be up just after 10 o'clock. Perfect. So uh, you, like every hour of every show we do across the board uh, yep. on the entire Sports 1440 network, you can find them pretty much anywhere you get your podcasts. Perfect. All right, uh, let's bring in uh Hemsky from the Big D. Uh, Hammer, how you doing and uh, welcome to Sports Fourteen forty, Kevin Carey, along with your old buddy uh, hey. Ladislav Schmid. How's it going, Hammer? Good enough, man. How
2: are you guys doing? Good? <laughs> good
0: to good to hear your voice, Hammer.
1: I'm excited. <laughs> how how
2: you doing,
1: buddy? I'm good, sober and well. <laughs>
2: That's nice. Nice.
1: Yeah. So, what are you doing right now?
2: Uh, right now, I'm just in Dallas. Uh, I'm home. Uh, kids are in the school, so I'm kind of waiting when it will be when they will be done. And uh, I'm taking my son for skating. My little one. Oh, nice. Yeah.
0: Where do you where do you take him skating down there? They used to have the old Dr. Pepper. Remember the Dr. Pepper Arenas? Where do you take him skating?
2: Yeah, there like is five different rings in different areas and um, I'm taking him in Farmers Branch. That's kinda of Dr. Pepper. I think the Dallas Stars built five rings around here and so you just pick the one it's closest to you and uh, they have the same program for everybody in the in uh, in every ring, so you just pick the one you are the closest one.
1: Uh awesome, awesome. Uh I was I was I wanted to ask you about uh, your health. Um uh, I know you you went through the hip surgery so I I just wanted to, you know, find out how you're doing these days. How is the rehab going?
2: Yeah, I had a I had a hip replacement uh probably like 3 months ago and a half. And it went really well and uh, actually it's, it's way better than it was before. I I kind of wish I did it like three years ago mm-hmm. because i, I actually skated for the first time uh last week and uh, I started playing tennis a lot again, and uh it feels great. I can't complain, obviously I can't take long strides on the ice yet, but i was I was pretty surprised how well it holds oh uh,
1: i'm i'm uh, glad I'm glad to hear that i uh so last year we played at the Battle of Alberta alumni yeah. game. And Hammer was complaining about his hip. And so I was like wondering, like I was just like, he's going to probably like, be barely moving. You should have seen him. Like, he's flying? Yeah. Like he was totally fine. And his, uh, his silky hands still just dangling through guys. I'm like, just, you know, just shut up. Like you, you're, making, you're making us look so bad out there.
2: No, it's, uh, yeah. no I, was, I, was, I was really sore. I, I couldn't block after like if I skated or played yeah. tennis or did something. I was playing golf. And uh, obviously, then the kids—you come home and kids jumping on you—and I was just struggling. Yeah. But like for me, I can't skate, but I—I I guess I still look okay. Yeah. <laughs> in my—I look in my head, I look horrible.
0: No, not for us. You still look really good out there. Yeah. Pretty smooth. How do you, do you get to play? Like when you're healthy, uh, can you play? Is there like a rec hockey league or anything? Then or pickup hockey that you play in Hammer?
2: I mean, there is a lot of leagues here, like the beer leagues. like They have like a B, you know, C, B, A, A, B, C, D leagues. So I don't really play on that. We have alumni here in that one of the rinks, that farmer's branch. We have a locker room there, and we have a, like a great setup there. And uh, they have a, kind of like a club. So people buy in, and they're playing uh, against alumni, like every Friday or every second Friday. And then there is a couple skates people do. They just sell, so like with bunch of people so there's stuff to do but i seriously didn't skate for like eight months or one year because i was just so sore and uh now i think that, that uh, winter classic, winter classic. So i'm trying, trying to kind of get uh in the shape if i can if i can do it and
0: I think we kind of lost you, uh, Hammer. I think uh, Brandon's going to kind of reconnect with you, maybe, uh, or or maybe hold your okay. phone a little closer to your mouth, maybe, or or okay. get into. Yeah, yeah. yeah, how's that? Can you hear me now? Yeah, it's a little bit better, but maybe, uh, maybe I don't know if you're outside or just maybe get out of the wind a little bit, but. No.
2: I'm at home, but I have a bad reception here.
0: Probably. Oh. Well, let me go outside. Oh, bad, what? Is the house too big or what, Hammer? It's probably <laughs> too
2: big, hey? Cavernous. <laughs>
0: <laughs> Mansion. It's a
2: solid, it's a solid house.
0: <laughs> <laughs> is, is there a bunker there that you were in or what? It's probably a big game at yeah, the have H a lot on of it.
2: We have a lot of tornadoes. You know, so. uh,
0: uh, uh, Hammer, Laddie just said at the front there's probably a great big gate with a big H on it. Have you got that?
1: Uh, no, I don't have that. <laughs> <laughs> I got, gotta get on it.
0: <laughs> um, um, touch on your—I mean, I'll—I'll I'll ask you first, Hammer and then—and then Laddie, you can chime in. But th- when you guys first kind of met, and how your friendship has evolved over the years?
2: Yeah, so I met Laddie when he got traded to to Edmonton, and he was a younger guy. I mean, I wasn't that old neither, but yeah, it was—it was just just nice to have somebody. Uh, you know, from the same country and obviously who doesn't like lot with his personality, you know, so oh, he's yeah. always hyper, always in a good good mood, kind of, and uh, he's just a funny guy, so who wouldn't, you know, who wouldn't like him?
1: Oh, thank you, Sam. Thanks, Thanks, what do
0: you remember about when you first met?
1: Well, I was a little starstruck, right? Like, Hammer, like, established himself like one of the young, bigger stars on the, on the, on the team, so, uh, you know, I had, I had a lot, of, a lot of respect for him, but yeah, we we clicked, and he's uh he introduced me to his to his buddies in Edmonton, Blair and Brett and Brent, and yeah, <laughs> hell, hell of a group, and uh, we had some good times. I, I don't
2: know if that was a good thing or bad
1: thing. <laughs> <laughs> I take it I take it as a good thing. We are still all uh, all connected, and but yeah, ha- Hammer is uh you know again one of the best people I met in hockey, and. He's funny. We are from the same country. We like the same things. Uh, yeah, and and then just watching him play hockey, man. Like, I I wish it, like people seeing even the practices, he would make us look silly. Mm-hmm. I would I would I would use the f bomb <laughs> on that one because lie, it was. Don't
2: hey, don't lie in the air.
1: But. <laughs> ah, I'm not lying, but it was no. He honestly, like I'm not trying to pump up his tires, but. He is one of the most talented guys I ever I ever play, with. like hmm. top top.
0: Um, Hammer, you also had uh, in Laddie's first year. You had Peter Sikora and Jan Heda from Czech, um, yeah, and yeah. Peter Nedved for and, a little bit. Peter Nedved too, yeah. What was that like? I guess to kind of have that little uh, like the Czech mafia going.
2: Yeah, obviously Peter Nedved is a funny guy, you know. So we kind of click with him. So I was hanging out a lot with him and. And uh, Peter Sikora was here with me. He's a great guy. I played with him too. You know, he was, you know, he just had a great shot. You could just find him anywhere, and he would score. And Jan Hayda was a, you know, steady defenseman. Great guy, but more like a family guy. I think uh, the guy already had a family. Mm -hmm. I'm not sure right now. And uh, yeah, it's always nice when you have a group like that. uh, You know, and you can hang out with.
0: Um. Hemmer with Alashemsky from Dallas, Ladislav Schmid on the Kevin Carey Show on Sports 1440. Um, I, I think when I talked to you uh, when you came up for the playoffs last year, one of the guys that you said was very key in um, helping you uh, you know, transition from being, well, I guess from Czech to Quebec to here was Bruce Sable. Can you kind of share that story with our listeners of how that relationship Uh, came to be and what it meant to you and what it still does today
2: yeah obviously Bruce uh, yeah it's it's actually amazing Uh, you know I was 18 or 19 and I was living in the hotel and uh, I think Kevin will ask me if I if I want to live with uh, one of the owners of that time at Montenori's and I'm like uh, no I (laughs) you know I want to go out (laughs) Yeah, uh-huh. and uh he's like, you know, let's let's try it, and you will see it. So we went to his house, and obviously it's a mansion. And so I'm like, oh, okay, this is great. <laughs> and uh obviously the house is beautiful, and I had everything what I wanted. And you know, we become really good. He's like my you know second dad, and he just made it really easy for me. Just I could just focus for hockey, and I had everything I wanted, and. When I came back home, we just talked normal stuff. We never talked about hockey that much, you know. So he means a lot to me. And uh, obviously without him, I think I would be struggling a little bit. But with him, he made it really easy with me. And he's still like my second dad. And every time I go there, I was there, you know, for the playoffs. I took my family there. And, you know, I went to his house with my kids. And it was just nice to you know hang out with my kids and and uh yeah he's like he's like my second dad.
1: Oh man, that's 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 great to hear that I'm I'm uh I'm happy you, you're still in contact with him. Um uh, I I wanted to ask you about uh sharing your experience going to the Stanley Cup finals here in Edmonton and how how it was. Uh I bet you had a blast, but you know, I I just want to hear it from you and for the listeners to hear that.
2: Oh, I guess I I you know, it was the first time I I went into the playoffs, and probably last time. <laughs> but <laughs> but uh, yeah, it was incredible. Obviously, we didn't know what to accept. and uh, and just like you know, the first round, and it just builds and builds and builds. Every round is more crazy and crazier, and it's just you're just feeding from that, and that, the feeling you you have from that playoffs is like you want to do it all over again and all over again hmm. because. That's that's why you play hockey. That that's the memories. You know, it's not about the medals or, you know, it, it's it's all about that to to go through kind of stuff like that. And I, I wish anybody can go through that in Edmonton and and go to Stanley Cup Final and see see the city how how they get behind the players and you know the whole team and they just live with That.
0: Uh, Alex Hemsky joins us from Dallas. Ladislav Schmid in studio here in West Edmonton Mall. Kevin Carey's show, Sports 1440. When you touch on that 2006 uh, Stanley Cup run, uh, Alish, I mean, you can't get any closer. And after you guys won game six against Carolina, I think to Emmanuel felt that you had that momentum going into game seven. Can you just kind of look back and how you were on such a high going to Carolina and, you know, it was a close game, game seven, but just kind of reminisce a little bit about that time.
2: Yeah, obviously, we, we won. We came back, you know, from 3-1, uh, losing 3-1 uh, in the series, came back, you know, 3-3. Obviously, we had a long road trip to Carolina. I think it was like five to six hours. And uh, and uh, I think we just stayed overnight in, in Edmonton and flew the next day. And, you know, obviously, we, you know, they scored. I don't know. I Obviously, they scored first. Mm-hmm. And it kind of fell apart after that, and we just didn't, I just think we just didn't play the game, uh, you know, we, we played uh, before, but it's, you know, it's just, that's how it is, you know, we lost the game, and unfortunately, we didn't win the cup, but, uh, you know, at least I can say I've been there, and mm-hmm. I've seen it, uh, you know, I've seen it, how, how hard it is, and how much luck you need to around it, and it just, you know, everybody has to chip in. You know, it's just not about a couple of guys. Yeah. Obviously, it's 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 all about four lines, and and uh, everybody has to play the the role they give them, and you know, do everything for the win.
0: Alex Hemskey is our guest on the Kevin Carey Show with our uh, Thursday co-host Ladislav Schmidt Text line one eight three three four zero one fourteen forty. If you've got something uh, for Hammer or for Laddie, uh, please shoot us off a, a note. Um, why did you end up in Dallas? Uh, like, uh, Laddie and I were talking about it. So what made Dallas your home after your post-career? Why did you uh, kind of put some roots down there, Hammer?
2: Uh, obviously, I played here for three years, and then uh, my kids got born here. Mm-hmm. And uh, and uh, we really like it here. Uh, obviously, I played one more year in Montreal. Uh, I had a concussion, so I didn't really play the full season. But we were always talking about where to go. Uh, we liked it here, we met a lot of good people here. And we were thinking go to Florida because there's a lot of Czech people, and my wife is Brazilian, so there's a lot of people from Brazil. But but every time we came back here, we felt like this is our home. And and uh, it's easy to fly anywhere from here. You know, we I can go skiing with my kids to Colorado, it, that's one hour, you can go to Mexico. You know, you can go anywhere you want and it's easy to travel to Europe because we spend the uh, we spend the summers in uh, in Europe. So so it's it's just easy and it's it's great for family. Like you know when I when I played here before like we always just stay at the ring like in downtown so you never seen the parts of Dallas but it's it's just beautiful. It's it's just amazing, uh, amazing city and you have everything you wanted here.
1: Oh, man, that's...
2: <laughs> I, I want to back it
1: up here. I just moved to Dallas right now after hearing all of that. I mean, that, obviously,
2: the weather, the weather is nice. The summers are too hot, so... But, I mean, oh, the that sucks.
1: Nice. <laughs> yeah, we are we are down to nine degrees now in, in the mornings, but... Uh,
2: yeah. yeah, that's something I don't miss, but I love skiing, so... I mean, I love snow. Yeah. So,
0: like, how did you get into skiing? Like, how long have you been skiing?
2: I, I like, my dad brought us to mountains so like we
0: have,
2: oh. I'm not far from mountains so I have like a one hour one hour drive to mountains so like we have a small mountains but mm-hmm. so we were going there every week pretty much with my dad my dad put me on every sport, and you know I'm fortunate he he just tried give me all those you know all those sports the skills to to do it and uh, learn it
0: mm. We're thinking, Laddie's wondering if you want to come on like, you know, every week with him on Thursdays. What do you think of that, Hammer?
2: <laughs> I don't know what I will talk about. <laughs> like, we'll, figure
0: talk about. we'll figure out, we'll figure out. well, you'd be talking about tennis, skiing. Yeah. He's and yeah, goal. he's he's a good yeah. tennis player. Do you do you, uh do you go
1: to any of the Dallas Stars uh, games or are are you still in contact with a few of the players? I I think you mentioned that you you still talk to Jamie Benn or those yeah, guys. Yeah,
2: actually, yeah, I'm a one of the best friends with Jamie Ban and uh, all those guys. So yeah, my wife's still, you know, friends with those wives here, and uh, we hang out a lot. And uh, the games are 7:30. You know, the kids have school, so usually I go when uh, when uh, when it's like an afternoon game. Mm-hmm. To take the kids, and because. The thing is, if I go there like seven thirty by myself, I usually just start drinking and don't even see the game. Yeah. So, so there's no point. There's no point to go there. Yeah. And if I really want to watch a game, I just watch it at home.
0: Mm-hmm. Yeah. What, what about uh, Dallas Cowboys? Have you got into the Cowboys?
2: I I watch it. I'm not like not really into it obviously if i have somebody here like from uh, a different city so they come here to visit i take them there because it's it's just amazing to see the stadium and everything mm-hmm. but obviously everybody's crazy about cowboys and uh, and the rangers you know so and uh, the baseball team so yeah. yeah i mean i watch it but would i really like pay attention to it that much no not really no. what about
1: what about basketball have you went to the basketball games
2: I hate basketball. <laughs> <laughs> that's probably my less favorite sport because when I, mean, I was playing in the young, I hate it. I hate it and I hate it. So I I can't even watch. it.
0: <laughs> Fair enough. Oh man. Well, we're gonna have we're gonna get you on again, Hammer, if that's okay with you. You know, on a Thursday <laughs> yeah, with okay. with Laddie. I have
2: nothing else to do anyway. You know? so, yeah.
0: <laughs> Look yeah. at that, eh? Well, up. I mean, what are you talking about? Skiing, <laughs> skiing, golf. Oh, do you I'm play golf now, tennis, or can you play golf?
2: Yeah, I'm playing golf, and I just put my kids on baseball, so I'm going to baseball now with my kids and hockey, and they do jiu-jitsu, so I'm just all over the place with the kids. Jiu-jitsu, eh? <laughs> wow. Yeah, why yeah, do, they why, jiu- do, why do they want to get
0: into that, Hammer? Jiu-jitsu?
2: Oh, well, my wife is from Brazil, oh, but yeah. Yeah. I, we were just trying to figure out what kind of sport like, uh, to do for them. Like, obviously, gymnastic and stuff like that, just to kind of do soccer. something. Yeah, no, they did soccer, too. Uh-huh. Like, they they do, yeah. they do everything. But I kind of spread it, spread it up, like, you know, every two months they do kind of different things. Oh, smart. Because you can't just fit all the sports, and, you know, all the sports kind of, the games happens, like, on Saturdays, so you have to mm-hmm. really pick here, too. Yeah, yeah. What are and the, what, uh, yeah. it was... Just a great sport for them. They do a lot of good drills, and it's like a discipline. They have to listen, and you know, and I was, it's not just fighting. It's just a mm-hmm. complete package they do. Do
0: all, do all the parents kind of know that you were a professional athlete? Like, what's that kind of that like to kind <laughs> of hang out really. with? Them? No,
2: no, not, not really. I don't really tell anybody. I'm not <laughs> the guy who will come there. Hey, I, I played hockey you know maybe yeah. nobody even cares here
0: <laughs> <laughs> okay hammer well thanks uh for this and uh yeah everyone's commenting on our uh text line about the two of you guys and we'll get to those in a second <laughs> but uh thanks for this uh alish and uh we'll uh we'll check in with you in the in the next couple months down in okay. big d all right man. All right, thank thanks you Hammer. You uh, great to hear you all right that's uh alish hemsky uh uh, text comes in here saying, I could listen to Laddie and Hammer talk hockey and life for hours. That's from Morinville, Greg. Uh, yeah, we'll have to get Laddie on again in a couple.
1: Ah, uh, man, like that just made my day. Yeah. I, I love hearing his voice. Yeah. I, I wish we, we could uh, we could live closer to each other, yeah. seriously. Yeah,
0: hell of a guy. Well, for sure. Uh, more with Ladislav Schmid on the Kevin Carey show on Sports 1440 after the break. Well, okay, uh, welcome back, 944. Kevin Carey, Ladislav Schmid. Uh, the Duke of Delburn, Brandon Douglas. Now, okay, Laddie, do you know that song? I, I, I mean, Duke plays these songs. I'm maybe one out of five, guessing them coming into breaks. or I mean, I, who was that one, Duke? Uh, Canadian legend Cardinal uh, Ophichel on the hip-hop scene. Uh, I played a little Pearl Jam for Laddie earlier. I know we mentioned that last yes. week. I uh, wanted one with a little more pace to it than I think the one he said he normally sings at karaoke, but... Um, yeah.
1: All, all of their songs so
0: yeah uh, that one I didn't I, did you know that last one here I don't know I don't know
1: well <laughs> uh, sorry we're gonna have that to. was
0: right during Laddie's uh, that would have came out yeah like right when Laddie was in Edmonton Ooh. maybe he's not not Laddie not a big uh, Canadian hip hop guy I guess
1: <laughs> <laughs> I, I guess not <laughs> sorry guys <laughs> 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 gotta have uh. Some education on it.
0: Yeah. Uh, text line 1 uh, Kind 401 of, 1440. We had so many texts this morning. Kind of missed this one uh, with Hemmer when he was on Northside Oil Rig. Says, hey guys, glad to have you back on the air. Happy to hear Laddie on the road to recovery, but wanted to ask Hemmer regarding playing beer men's league. Uh, Gregor mentioned yesterday that Hemmer couldn't wait to dominate in beer league. Uh, just wanted to see if he's been breaking ankles in beer league. That comes from a north side oil rig. So, um... You haven't got to that stage where you've been playing any. We played alumni skates a few times. And you see, uh, uh, we were talking with uh, uh, David Schlemko yesterday, uh, Matt Tassoni. You know, Tassoni, he thinks every game (laughs) is seven of the alumni skate. He thinks it's game seven of the Stanley Cup out there. He can barely move out there. I know. uh, yeah, Yeah, he's a tank. 265 now. Yeah, I know. I'm
1: I'm <laughs> <Yeah. laughs> I'm not, not going to go there, yeah. okay? Let's just, So, but uh yeah, um
0: will you will you kind of get to a stage maybe where you you go out and and play some rec hockey or do you kind of go eh? Okay, I I
1: just signed up for the for the team. I'm not going to yeah. say what team, but uh oh, okay. Patty Garland from the Oilers yeah. asked me to, so I transfer my money. I'm going to look at the schedule. I'm going to show up for a few games. Whatever works, uh, you know, time-wise. I'm a pretty busy guy. Well, yeah. Uh But, uh, yeah, so I'm going to do that. Last, so I lost a bet on Twitter during the World Juniors check against Canada.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: You know, Canada beat Czech in the final and, uh, in overtime. Yeah. Under 20. So I lost the bet and I had to dress up for... Uh, for a game for, uh, for this team. Yeah. But for, at first I wasn't sure. I was like, Oh my God, you know, it's (laughs) painful, but I showed up a great group of guys. The first game was, was awesome. Um, you know, so I liked it so much that I dressed up for a second game Mm -hmm. and I sucked. (laughs) (laughs) I honestly, I cost like three or four goals and like, I apologize to the team. Sorry guys. Uh, But, uh, but the other team, the first team, they kinda appreciated that I was on the ice. This 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 other team was like the <laughs> this couple of guys like try to almost like take me out. Well, like o- open eyes hits, like and honestly, I lost my mind and I started threatening the guy that yeah. I'm gonna beat him up. Look, <laughs> and look, I look can't it, do that.
0: <laughs> yes. Uh, different, but similar. Remember when Ryan Smith went yeah. to play senior hockey? Yeah. I tried to take him out with Stony Plain Eagles.
1: I know. And that's what I worry about. I I might get hurt, or I might hurt somebody, because I'm a snapshot when it comes to sports. Yes. Like, I'm very competitive. And, like, I want to enjoy myself, but if somebody's gonna, you know, fly mm. around and try to take me out, you know, <laughs> watch out. Like, still, <laughs> yeah. I... Like, I, and I, I don't think I just need that in my life. But I, I know other guys uh, other guys had trouble with that too. They got suspended from the beer leagues because they smashed somebody or hit somebody because guys were going after them. Mm-hmm. So I don't know if it's really worth it. But yeah, I, I promised Patty that I would join his team. So I'm doing that and great you know patty's gonna be on the team and i'm excited excited for it hopefully there's not gonna be any any drama but i i honestly i, I enjoy playing once in a while shinny hockey i'm actually going to you know i'm i'm uh the coach on the jphl team okay. uh, of the hc edmonton u 15 and they got a shinny hockey going on at the new ring at nescue so i'm heading there after this Oh. So we'll see uh, what kind of level of hockey that's going to be.
0: How did that come about for you, and what are your expectations? And just to be involved in that, what do you, what do you like? Why did you want to get involved with this? Well, uh, is that with Bell, well, Sean Bell? Yeah, have yeah it? with Yeah, okay. Yeah.
1: Okay. Um, yeah. So I'm, I'm still involved with the Oil Kings, but yep. uh, time-wise, like it was a very demanding kind of thing, and I wanted to be a lot. But for my recovery, I, 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 I felt like I needed to take a step back. And this opportunity showed up. It's uh, you know less hours. Uh, it's th- th- those hours of practices work for me better, and <laughs> just just the age group. They're U fifteen. They're thirteen, fourteen. They're gonna be going into the draft soon, uh, to junior draft. So um, you know, I, I thought it would be great opportunity, new experience for me, coaching kids and the ho- level of hockey you know, I, we had just a few practices we are heading to Lloydminster for a showcase on a Friday and I'm excited uh, level of hockey yeah there is yeah there is kids, kids are skilled there is obviously always room for improvement uh, but I'm more about about teaching them habits and being a, well they are still young they don't understand what takes to be a pro or even a, like a junior player, but so I'm I'm there to kind of hopefully, hopefully help them to reach that level of of hockey at mm-hmm. least junior. You know, you don't know how many of them gonna actually play junior or pro, but I'm gonna try to help them and set them up for success. Uh, like I mentioned, not everybody is fortunate enough to have that skill, but uh, you know, I I've seen some good things. You know. Uh, the one thing that I, yesterday I'm going to mention, the intensity for yeah. my taste in a practice wasn't up to my standards. Okay. So I had to raise my voice and uh, say so they probably think I'm uh, this insane, <laughs> insane guy. <laughs> but that's the one thing. That's the one thing with me.
0: Yeah.
1: There can be bubble pucks. You can screw up the drill. But if it's for lack of intensity, I won't put up with that.
0: Finally, uh, in town... A defenseman that's willing to kind of lend his knowledge. We could only take so many years of Stratis' camps right? Oh <laughs> I mean, I, I haven't I haven't <laughs> seen his
1: D-Camps, so I cannot judge. Yeah,
0: I'm sure he's doing
1: a splendid
0: job. <laughs> <laughs> I'm sure he is too. Um, maybe you guys should open a
1: camp together. That would be something. I actually, I was thinking about that, but I. He he would probably think that I'm trying to take over, but take, yeah. I would I would let him take a lead so he feels like he's mm-hmm. in charge, you know, since he is d- not in charge at home, yes. IS, right? <laughs> so <laughs> let him take charge even uh, at least there, uh, yeah. But I would be open to that. I always like doing stuff with uh, with Struddy. He's a great guy. Yeah,
0: he, he truly is, and you know, hearts in the right place, and and yeah. and he loves working with the kids. I mean, you like lo- everyone loves working with the kids because. You guys were there, everyone yeah. once was a kid trying to better themselves, and maybe some of those kids didn't have guys like yourself or study now, yeah. and maybe you didn't have it when you were young, maybe I didn't have it when I was young so oh,
1: for sure i I totally I totally agree uh, it's for me it's it's interesting like i I still have to learn and develop the skills how to talk to kids so they don't because I am used to talking to junior guys or pro guys, and like you can go you can be direct and blunt with them with kids there is a way to to devel, uh, to deliver the message right they yeah. need to believe that you're on their side and you know you mean no harm, so I'm still learning that, and it would be great with Stra because he's uh I, you know, I'm guessing he's pretty good at that. He's always soft spoken. Yes,
0: has the ability to relate, and you know, yeah, and I, and you do too. So the two of you, the, oh, there you go. I think it would probably be Schmid and Strudwick Camp, right? Oh,
1: we would have to Strudwick and Schmid. Yeah, yeah. I would.
0: Eh, I don't know.
1: I would be the bigger person. <laughs> I would, you know. Well,
0: <laughs> you know, uh, Laddie, we can't thank you enough for opening up today. Uh, again, my pleasure. The, the amount of text that people have sent to us Uh, this one again comes from uh, Scoots loved you as a player Laddie Uh, and also to hear you call yourself a snap show hilarious uh, (laughs) that that comes from uh, Scoots the rig Uh, so happy to hear uh, Ladislav Schmid on the year great guy Uh, that's from Classic Davis so um, as you as you say with the kids you have a rapport with the kids but you have a rapport with our listeners too Uh, and and I I think I
1: appreciate
0: it and again this is a new thing for you too um, and just it feels like we've done 100 shows together. This is our second show.
1: Uh, guys like honestly you make it so so easy. I feel like I'm sitting at home just talking to, to yeah. my wife <laughs> or you know, some or my parents or you know, hammer, like, <laughs> or hammer, you know, it's uh, yeah, it's you like like I said I, I cannot thank you enough for giving me this opportunity and making me feel like like I'm at home.
0: Well, we really look forward to next uh, Thursday as well. Yeah, um, have a great weekend. Enjoy the weather. Thank you. Well, I'm gonna
1: be at the showcase uh, in the Lloydminster, so oh, okay. So, uh, but yeah, we we have some time there, so we're gonna do some team building with the with the U15s there. So, right. I'm looking forward to it.
0: Well, it's gonna be good. So, uh, appreciate you coming in today, laddie. We'll see you next Thursday. Thanks, thanks, Kevin. That's uh, Ladislav Schmid, former Oiler, former Flame. Had a text about the, the differences between Calgary and Edmonton. We kind of touched on that last week. We'll touch on that again next yeah. week uh, with Laddie. So, uh, at the top of the hour, we will check in with. Uh, the Nate Women's Hockey Coach, Brendan Jensen, as the season for the Nate Ooks Women's get underway, and then at ten twenty, Kenny Reed, our old buddy, Ken Reed, used to work in this market. Now, at Rogers Sportsnet in Toronto, he's kind of a big deal out there. He will guest with us, talk a little Blue Jays baseball and other things Toronto. Before we uh, go to break, here is the Duke with a sports update.